This podcast is part of the Shareable Podcast Network. Learn more at shareable.fm. What is going on? It's another episode of the Heroic Council. I'm actually feeling like a feel like I'm speaking on a stage right now because I'm hand holding my mic because I don't know where my stand is. Oh so, no. <laughs> so I'm like uh, on the ones and twos. I feel like I'm like DJing or rapping or performing or something. So I got a little different energy today, but it's all good. <laughs> does it feel good? It does feel good. I should probably do this for all my stuff going forward. Oh, there you go. Just, uh, yeah. I feel I feel more, you know, you know, in character or something. So this is a lot of fun. <laughs> so uh, excited that we're all here together today. Again, I'm joined with my man, Tim. And today we're talking about how to interview somebody because both of us uh, being in production and creating content, we've had quite a bit of experience when it comes to interviewing people. And it's also a skill that we are both wanting to grow and develop more in. So we're excited to jump into this topic today and get more insight from each other from, you know, how we can be better interviewers. And maybe there's something that you all who are listening today can take from and use in your own ways when you're interviewing someone, whether it's for a podcast or, you know, you're creating content or you're just, you know, just doing something on the fly with somebody. This is, I think it actually works great for communication period because it's about asking questions and stuff. But um, yeah, that's the focus for today. So how are you feeling today, Tim? Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I feel relaxed after uh, a nice long Thanksgiving weekend. Um, uh, yeah. How, how was your Thanksgiving, by the way? It was great. It was great. Yeah. Um, none of my friends let me make any of the major dishes. So oh, um, that's cool. <laughs> I guess they don't trust me yet. So. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Never mind. I thought they were giving you a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm basically like chopping everything and doing all the prep work. Which is like bullshit, but you know it's okay. Oh, they had you do it. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, like yeah. the little, like You're the little sister jobs, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it was, it was a good time. I was and, on. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. I was, I was on turkey duty this year. Uh, okay. It was the first time. Uh, it was, it was, it was edible. So that's that's all you can ask <laughs> for edible. with turkey, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, edible is good. People ate it. Yeah, people ate it. Yeah, people and they're ate still it. alive I'm still leftovers. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's yeah. alive. All right, so it, psh, yeah. you did a good job, yeah. man. Like I said, it was it was serviceable. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. so let's jump into, into this. Yeah, let's jump into this uh, this topic here. So, what's been your experience with interviewing people? Like, to what extent have you done that so far? And um, what's been your experience? So, um, yeah, I've been doing interviews like the very first, I don't, was it the very first? No, it was probably like the second commercial video that I had ever produced was, um, was in an interview format. And I'm going to say like, I've probably done over a hundred videos in that format. Um, and so I've had the opportunity to try out a lot of things, um, see what works, see what doesn't. Um, I've had like a lot of different personalities that I've interviewed. Some people who are very charismatic on camera, some people who really struggle communicating on camera, um, both, you know, in, in the production side of things and in the post-production side. Um, I think editing for interviews is really interesting on the post-production side because it's 
like has some elements of documentary style in it and you kind of like are able to like put the put the story together a little bit the narrative together a little bit in post which is cool um and uh yeah so i've had i've tried a lot of different things done a lot of different things in interviews um i enjoy the interview scene yeah how, how did, where, where are you at you know i would say the same thing it was really just being on set with people and realizing okay i got to get this person to say some stuff but i got to give them some questions so yeah <laughs> it just like i just kind of had to sit down and be that person uh, whether it was from behind the camera or eventually like being seated across from them and asking them questions i also found too that like some of the questions that i would ask my intention behind it was just to make them more comfortable to get them used to just being in front of the camera or whatever because yeah yeah people jump on and they're like really nervous they're kind of jumbled mm -hmm. their energy isn't calm and you know i just come with a few questions that i know i'm not really going to record per se but it's just some things to get them warmed up and talking and just feeling a little bit more comfortable yeah absolutely i i i definitely have found that like getting them into a oftentimes getting them into a more conversational speech speaking tone where they're like where it feels like they're communicating directly with me instead of the camera or like directly with maybe somebody else who I have this proxy for like, okay, when you're having this conversation, you're having this conversation over here with this person, just so they're kind of like, not super um, preoccupied with the fact that a black void of a camera lens is staring down into their soul. You know what I mean? Because yeah, exactly. I feel like for, for anyone that that's like, you know, tough. Um, so getting them feeling like they're actually legitimately talking with me is i've always found like super super helpful yeah yeah it's huge because you're right when somebody's sitting there staring in the lens it's there's so many emotions and things going through their head and for anybody who is interviewing that person it's really your responsibility i feel to guide them you know in and how what they say comes out on camera and how they even feel how they show up i think ends up being part of our responsibility as well or whoever is doing the interviewing because you know, that person's in a different state. So you want to make sure that they're comfortable and all that stuff and to be prepared. So let's, uh, you know, let's I actually, yeah. I, I was gonna say, I haven't done that many interviews this year. Um, this is probably like the, like I've done way more concept stuff this year than I've ever done in my entire okay. life. So like, that's cool. That's been really cool. But I was actually just thinking over the last couple of weeks, like I've like, cause I got, I would say like, I got fairly good at interviews to the point where like, um i i was we'll, we'll probably get into this a little bit more later but when i'm like i i when we're asking questions i would start to like like hat like frame questions in certain ways where i could get some interesting material that i don't think i would have been able to get otherwise you know what i mean like uh and maybe uh sorry i i i feel like this is going to branch off into a whole different thing so like i'm not <laughs> sure what your que next question was i just it was just something that popped in my mind where you're talking about that. No, it's uh, it, it. I think that it's like when you're in that role, um, you really have to be present. I feel like. Yeah. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Is that yeah. where you were kind of going? Yeah. Thinking yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because um, like you have like questions to kind of like move it along, but a lot of times you discover new questions when you're listening. You know, and being an inquisitive per person um is really essential to being a good interviewer um because the meat of what they're trying to say they might not even think that it's important you know what i mean so you like really digging around their brain you know what yeah. i mean once they get comfortable on camera could be huge in your post-production because it can give oh you access God. to a lot more 
you know what I mean, than you would might have otherwise. Yeah. I know. I love it when it's like they're talking and I'm like, they don't even know how good they sound right now. Like these are yeah, perfect yeah, sound yeah, bites, yeah, you know? No, like it's yeah, yeah. It's it's really, really good. Um, you know, I, I just started my own podcast this year called The Author's Leverage. And I noticed oh, by the way, congratulations. Uh, oh, thank I, you. I love I love the I love the concept and, and all the design work you guys have been doing for it is really great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And in that process, you know, I've had some interviews, I would say, that are big interviews, right, because of who it was that mm -hmm. I was talking to. And um, I was, you know, I was incredibly nervous and I started like actually preparing all these questions to ask them. And I had them up on my computer screen to bring up and talk about. And some of the questions were important, you know, but what I found in having done is probably close to maybe 13 or 14 episodes now that, mm. yeah when I did not have questions laid out, the conversations went a whole lot better versus mm. with what you just said to challenge myself to be more present in the conversation and allow what they said to, you know, spur the next piece or whatever and just flowing with it. It it was it was definitely scary. And I still admit sometimes it's yeah. scary, but I was like, I have to do that in order for the conversation to be, you know, more relatable you know, more natural in, in terms of how we talk through it, as opposed to me just like going from these, going from one question to another. Whereas when I just kind of went with the flow, the questions connected, you know, to what what was said before or something like that. Or sometimes you I find, years, but you know. Have you found that some of your guests are, um, that you've had on are guests that are generally more comfortable speaking? Like, or do you find them to be a little bit, like a little bit of a mixed bag? Um, most of them, I think, are they seem to be pretty comfortable, you yeah. know, speaking on on camera and stuff like that. So, I didn't really run into any of those challenges or anything like that with them being nervous or not being familiar with, you know, how to be on camera, how to be in an interview. So that was helpful. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so, because, uh, yeah. I would like to say that I always come like with a with a nice little list of questions that I'm gonna ask or like I, I, I think typically like a lot of times what I'll try and do like let's say hypothetically I have a client and the client is like this is the this is what we're trying to communicate in this in this video or this this project that we're building. Um so like it's important that we get these things. So I I, I think like it's always important for me to have like to always like have my head like like I and the prize as far as like, what are we really trying to accomplish here? Um, mm -hmm. When I go into those interviews and make sure at the very least that I get those basic um, like bread and butter talking yeah. points out of the way. Um, I may not even, we may not even end up using those like, like really like, you know, like, okay, they really need this person to say this because we ended up getting something better when we really started to dig in. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but like for me, at least like, I, I just want to make sure like, I always have like, this is my goal coming in out of this. This is what we're going to, you know what I mean? Like, this is, this is how we're going to like present things to the audience in general. Um, and then once I kind of have those done, I, that's when I start like, you know, that's when I start probably more so more enjoying the interview a little bit because it's more like, okay, let's dig into some of these interesting things that you started mentioning in those, right. in those opening, opening conversations that we had. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And, and also like, I feel like once you kind of get into that zone with the, with the, um, with the interviewee, they, they end up, if they're, if they are a little high, like high, like a little bit more sensitive around cameras, 
um, that's when they might like forget the cameras there and they'll relax and they'll get into a story and then their their focus is more on like the story that they're trying to communicate at that point and a lot of times like there'll be like more like sentimental notes you know what i mean like they'll be very um it'll it'll just have like a little bit more it it seems like when they dig in they get a little bit more emotional or like bring up things that are a little bit more emotionally resonant and 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 seem to be i guess a little bit more captivating on on camera or like i guess different mediums than than we're typically you know talking about yeah absolutely i mean it, you just brought up there's different mediums right so we're talking all the way from podcast interviewing to yeah interviewing on camera and i don't know if you've played around on clubhouse or not but there's like you know a interviewing aspect that comes together there when you're uh on that platform so yeah yeah absolutely yeah each and i just want to add one more too oh, just yeah. because i i have been doing uh web projects recently and then like ux um research like user interviews are are an important focus a lot of the times um so being able to really dig in because like like for instance let's say hypothetically i'm asking somebody you know um i'm asking somebody a question their first their first response might be a little bit like obvious um and not only that but but typically maybe a little bit vague and not only that but you don't necessarily like people will use words you know what i mean and like they're kind of maybe broad words or like and may and then you start digging around you're like oh they meant something else than what I thought they meant when they said that. And when they said that, they might not have, this is a little vague on my side, but like when they said that, they may not have even really meant what they said. They were just saying that because that was what initially popped out of their brain. And when you dig around, they actually meant something else and they felt something else when they were doing that. And that's important when you're trying to like discover like, oh, like how did you feel about using this platform? Because that's because like, Although they said this, they really meant this, and what they meant, what what they meant, is way more important than what they said. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah I, I find that really at the beginning of any conversation, um, and I've started to be more intentional about this, is to start with an intention, and ask, like, yeah. what is it that we're looking to accomplish here? What is our goal? Um, you know, because usually, like before I even start a podcast interview, I ask, like. What's important for you to to share? What's you know what's your intention uh, in being on the show? And uh, learn that actually from Oprah, before any mm. before any interview that Oprah ever would do, she would ask the guests. It could be Beyonce or the mother who's being featured or whatever. She would always ask huh. them like, "What's your intention?" And then go forward from there. So I find that that's always like a helpful tone, you know, just to get on the same page before you start talking um that's cool that she would she would uh um that she would consider that as a, yeah you know as something that, she would know where to sort of she she would know where to, to to direct and you know how to guide her questions yeah to make yeah, sure yeah. that you know they're they're on the same page and you know no no lines are being crossed or anything like that when it comes to topics I also imagine off topic the kind of projects that you're doing for a living like when you're in the process of like, you know, your discovery phase, I imagine those interviews that you do there are also super important um, because yeah, like like I, I imagine like their potential, how they potentially see this going could go in a lot of different directions for them and they may not even really know what they want yet. 
Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta get clear on that first and then, then go forward. I mean, we, we filmed with Sarah a few weeks ago here, which went so, so good. And I'm excited. She's going to do some yeah. more stuff with you. Like, yeah. Yeah. She, um, you know, before we even started that shoot, I had everybody on set. All right, everybody, you know, what's your intention for today? What do you want to see happen? What do you want to accomplish? And it just really, you know, again, set the tone for how the whole day went, you know? And so I just find that that's such a great place to start, you know? Hmm. Yeah. And I, and I imagine too, that like everybody like communicating that early on makes like everybody feel really heard or at the very least they have an opportunity to be heard. And that like, and it, and it definitely would pr probably bring like a more positive energy overall to the, you know what I mean? To the overall like um, uh, piece that's being made. Do you think that makes sense? Like, let's say hypothetically, I'm, I, I'm working on a project for a client, you know what I mean? Let's say hypothetically, we're making like a little brand video or something, you know, and we want to talk about, um, uh, we want to talk about, you know what I mean? What they're selling or, or something like that. Or maybe it's more like focused on like, oh, what, you know, what, what, what is it like to work here or something like that? And you start like interviewing the employees and stuff. Now we know the the person who hired you for the project wants something, um, maybe something pretty specific. You know what I mean? Um, and do you think it makes sense then to like ask the employees like what what is important for them to get out of this interview? You know what I mean? Like if you're the or the people you're interviewing, anyways, for that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, in fact, just to make sure we're on the same page, just say, hey, you know, Bob and HR. You know, he's mm -hmm. heading this up and, you know, it's really important for him to showcase, you know, the fact that we're a caring group of people. Um, so I know that that's important to him. What's important to you in this conversation? Mm, I like that. that yeah, way yeah, yeah. Up, you know what I mean? They know yeah, the intention yeah. of the person and then they're considered also in that way. And like you said before, it makes everybody feel heard, you know, in a different yeah. way. They don't just feel like, oh, I'm just here just to do whatever Bob says. <laughs> you know, it's like they're actually, you know, feeling a lot more you know, collaborative and, and a part of the project as well. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. Yeah. 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 Because that's so, the other thing I noticed, like a lot of people will come in for those things, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? They work there and a, a lot of them are like, oh, can I just get paid to do my job? You know what I mean? Like when they come into those things, because they're like, yeah. I'm going to be on camera because I like my manager or whatever, but do I really have to, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. I, I can see that as being like, a, a, I'm, I'm going to incorporate that from now on. Yeah, as a, as a it's thing huge. That I do. It's huge. It's yeah. huge. And um, I know for me, sometimes too, when it comes to sort of the pre work that goes into the interviewing, is, you know, doing a little bit of research sometimes. So mm -hmm. I find that if I'm able to, you know, get some insight on the person, I'm not coming to the table with like no idea of, you know, who they are or what they're about or whatever. So I think it's important to do some level of research you know check them out on yeah. social media see the things that they care about or whatever and bring it up in the interview i mean i find that that to be really big uh one person we interviewed um his name was uh tyler wagner and he got into book publishing and book marketing because he read that four hour work week by tim ferris and mm. And I had heard, I'd read about that before. So when I came to the interview, instead of me saying, so how did you get into book publishing? I said, so I heard you read, you read the four hour work week and that got you into publishing. Like, what was it about that book? You know, I didn't yeah. go and yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about it. I just tried to create a new 
lane on the topic that went deeper plus showed him that i know something about him yeah, you know, yeah. and that this is going to be a good conversation you know people feel like damn yeah. like she looked me up she knows what i'm into and uh you know it makes them feel that much more excited they feel more connected with you because you you've demonstrated that you know something about them also like I, I don't know if you're this kind of person i don't know if i could ever be this kind of person but like i always really respect those those um interviewers uh on like uh let's say it's like a talk show or a podcast or something and they've actually read the book of the author like <laughs> yeah. at a time and yeah. they know the book like really really well and uh uh i feel like jeff is probably a lot of the times one of those people because yeah. <laughs> he just reads so much yeah. um but uh i i, I think yeah because like I, yeah, I, especially if it's an interesting topic, you're going to want to be able to dive deep into that particular conversation, I guess, depending on what the goal of the interview is, of course. Yeah, like, and there's a lot of yeah. things you can do. I mean, reading a book can be uh, pretty intense in terms of the time yeah. requirement to do it. But, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll look up and see, have they done a TED Talk? You know, have they done, you know, yeah. some other video online? And I just try to check out, you know, a little bit about their style of, you know, how they present, how they talk, how they communicate and try to get an idea of their subject matter from from videos so sometimes i do that too for sure instead of reading uh, an entire book because that that, that, that could be a lot <laughs> for sure um now i this isn't something you probably have the luxury of doing generally on podcasts um because podcasts are more like you're recording it and just like going with the conversation but like if you're doing a video interview like you did with sarah a couple weeks ago um I'm a, you have a lot more opportunity to like, okay, let's cut it here and let's redo that. You know what I mean? Or, or let's like ask that question again and frame it in a different way or something like that. Is that something that you do when you're, uh, when you're, when you're recording these pieces, a lot of these pieces that you're doing for your clients? I can rephrase yeah. that if that yeah. doesn't make any sense. So, yeah. No, yes. I see what you're saying. Like, basically like if I, if I felt like they could have said it better or, you know, they yeah. didn't quite hit the soundbite that I'm looking for, you know, sometimes I'll either reword the question, you know, or sometimes I'll just try to go deeper just because so, my intention when I'm interviewing is I like to try to just keep it conversational instead of yeah. being like, all right, cut. Let's just, could you say that again? Like just yeah. repeat yeah, what yeah. you said. It just kind of breaks the, the flow sometimes, unless it is something very specific that we need. You know, if it's like a, yeah. Scripted, yeah. a scripted thing, I need you to say these exact words. Then there, I feel like I'm able to direct more and say, all right, let's just take it from the top. Let's do it again this time. Like, you know, use your hands a little bit more. Let's get some more energy into this. Um, but if it's more, if it's more like interview based and I'm just like getting through the conversation or whatever, then, you know, I'll have them uh, just answer it, but I just spin the question a little bit or because mm. this is something that a lot of people do too. If you ask them like, so how did you get started in your business? Right. Start with that question. Yeah. Some people will start off like, I went and got a business license and then and they go right into it. But sometimes yeah, yeah, you want yeah, that yeah. pressure yeah. to be like, well, this is how I got started in business or this is why, yeah. you know, and then they can, so it'll be easier to use in post, you know? So sometimes I'm yeah, like, no, absolutely. Yeah. It, but, you know, <laughs> other than yeah, that, no, I guess that's something that I was having a lot of people, uh, when they're framing their answers, like I'm going to ask you a question. And then like, you know what I mean? When you give it back to me, because you know, oftentimes the interviewer, is not going to be in the frame and they're definitely not going to have audio. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you're going to want them to like, can you reframe the question back to me when you answer it back? Um, but I, I was thinking like, cause for instance, I was working with this client, actually this was this year. So I did have an interview this year. Um, I was working with a client and they were, um, 
we're we're putting together a brand video for them and um and i never worked with them on camera before so i didn't know how they how they felt in general about being on camera and as i was and we were doing a bunch of other of their material too like in general we were building their brand identity and stuff like that and one thing that we were trying to do is um because they're in a relatively saturated market and so we're trying to figure out like okay well what makes you different you know what i mean why are people going to be attracted to working with you um and we're and um <clears throat> I, I was we were working on a lot of different exercises to kind of get there but um man yeah i must have spent like way a lot of time on this just because like i just felt like we weren't getting there because it was just like a super oversaturated market and you want to be like like it's important to be really clear you know what i mean especially if you only have like let's say 30 seconds or a minute on a video you know what i mean and i feel like a minute nowadays is pretty gratuitous on the amount of time you might get to to make a pitch to somebody but um <clears throat> so so you don't have a lot of time and they 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 service a few different you know what i mean a few different uh like let's say user groups you know what i mean or co potential customers they service them in a couple different areas and um and yeah creating like like a really cohesive story sometimes can be a little difficult difficult to do on the fly when you're doing a when you're doing these interviews mm -hmm. um sometimes it's super easy i and i don't always know why sometimes it's like super easy even when you're getting together like 10 different people like for some reason sometimes that's super easy and sometimes you're like like i i don't know it's just really hard and um and with this person in particular i guess one thing was i didn't expect them to be so nervous on camera just because oh. like when i talk to them generally they're like super confident and they're yeah. super clear communicators and then they got on camera and their their stories became like long confusing tangents <laughs> love this person by the way i'm not shitting on this person they're great at what they do they're just like once they got on camera they just like it just like like yeah. long tangents yeah. and like even as i was listening i was like i have no idea how i'm gonna edit this together <laughs> and like um just because yeah I, I, so um i'm trying to think of where i was going with this question to begin with because this is one of the harder interviews that i've done recently and the end product was pretty good um and because it ended up being me being like i just like like did a lot of i i think in post i did like i know you're not supposed to you know fix it in post but i did a lot of like you know what i mean like like cuts and stuff where like i, I oh, got yeah. i essentially created the message you know and have you ever do you ever run into situations like that where you're like end up like almost like putting the entire interview together post where you're like, I'm going to take this sentence from yeah. here. This sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you really have to do some magic work to make whatever was just said into something that is cohesive and, and flows really well. So I know exactly what it's like to take like 20, 30 minutes of interview for which we only needed like a minute, you know what I mean? And yeah, try to make yeah, some kind of story yeah. out of it. So um, it, it can definitely be a challenge for sure. And, you know, in those cases where the person is going on and on, it's like you do have to, you know, because you're, you're, you're the director, right? If you're the one who's yeah, uh, interviewing absolutely. somebody, you know, ultimately you're the one who's guiding and, you know, navigating this ship. So at some point, you know, you got to find a And it's hard because I don't even I don't like cutting people off. You know what I mean? But, you know, if they're going one direction, it's like, oh, cool. All right. Great. Yeah, that's like that's really good. Like, let's what about this? And then I just try to divert a lot of times it is legitimately back. good. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, this is yeah. like a really interesting story, but like we only have 30 seconds to tell the story. Right. You know what I mean? So I yeah. Need, and you know, I as need, as yeah. as the interviewer, you're essentially the creator of it, you know, in a lot of cases. You're you're part of the content creation process. And you really have to, I think, take that role pretty seriously too. I mean, because especially if you're doing a, a video interview and you're on set. You know, we have a schedule to keep to, or else we're going yeah, over budget, absolutely. we're going over time. You yeah. know, so it really has to, like all those parameters in place. Uh, you know, make make a huge difference, and um, you just have to. And I, I find this even if I'm interviewing for a podcast, it's like I'm thinking about the end, whatever it is, the end clip, the end mm -hmm. video itself, and especially for podcast interviews, what I've been practicing more of, and this is a great tip for anybody who's listening, is to think about what somebody would search for online, on Google, mm. on YouTube. Think about what question they would ask and ask that question to your guest. And that becomes a really good searchable That's cool. Snippet. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a frame of mind that you have to be yeah. in when you're interviewing somebody, but it's kind of like you're driving the ship and you're just, you're collecting gold, you know, you're collecting gold along the way. But if you can define that goal, that gold, or if I should say, if you, if you can define that ahead of time by doing a little bit of research, you can ask some really poignant questions that will bring more attention to your conversation, you know? Yeah, no, I, 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 I yeah, no, I love that. That's, that's, that's perfect. And oh, man, I, I think also the benefit today, like generally how like my projects work is we have like kind of, um, uh, we're doing both like a, something like that's a little bit more of a longer cut, maybe something for YouTube or on a platform where it kind of makes sense to have something more expanded or their website. Because I feel like if you're shopping around and you want, you know what I mean? Like, let's say you're looking for this kind of person to help you with this thing, then you're more like, you want to get to know the person if you're legitimately considering them. So then I think in that circumstance, it makes sense to have kind of like a longer format thing, but yeah. then you have like generally like okay well how do you get people onto their website to begin with or onto the platform that they're selling the thing so you're going to need something for social and that's where like shorter social cuts like right. make sense right and i think that's like amazing for like if you want something like that i think that's a that's such a, a, a cool idea see i think like i i know you already have like a super awesome business but you would make a great uh uh, uh like ux designer too because that's 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 generally how oh, yeah? you need to think about, i'm open like, man yeah. i'm open yeah. I, uh, <laughs> i'm open to learning more about that stuff too in fact because it's it's just it's interesting it's very engaging with the person to um you know figure out what would make the best experience for them yeah yeah and absolutely that's where I'm always at, even when it comes to interviewing. It's like if you're if you're interviewing interviewing somebody, you want them to have a really good experience. You don't want, you don't want yeah. them to feel like, you know, you ask stupid questions or essentially they're not stupid questions, but you, you know, didn't ask very well thought out questions or, you know, you were not even focused yourself or you weren't interesting. Because uh, I learned this from Jeff. He said, like, the number one thing that we have to keep in mind if you're interviewing somebody is to just be curious, mm -hmm. you know, be in yeah. that state of curiosity. And that's what's going to make it be that much more natural and make for a better experience for the person you're interviewing. Yeah, one of my uh, uh, 
I, I don't know how this comes off, but I feel like I say this a lot when I'm when I'm interviewing people. I'm like, I'm literally like, hmm, oh wow, that's so interesting. As I'm like taking a note, I'm just like, hmm, that's very interesting. And and uh, a, tell me more yeah. about that. I know. know that's sometimes that's really hard. I'm trying to get better at that myself. Instead of like after they say something good, being like, oh cool, okay yeah. next, you yeah, know. Yeah. It, just, it could be really awkward, but just finding a way to basically acknowledge what they said um, and then, you know, steer to the next question or, or go deeper. Like you said, tell me more about that. And sometimes another, I, I was going to say, like, I just want to say, like, one of the things that I've found really helpful is it really goes back for me to like people say things a lot. And I think it's like we're automatically like when some when I say like, let's say I say like I'm trying to think of an example, like I say a word like. Oh, like I had a really like okay. Ah, fuck, I want to say. Sorry. Uh, okay, so like a lot of people will say things, and they'll use a word, and you think you know what that word means when they say oh, yeah. it, and yeah. you and there's a good chance that you didn't really know what that said because it was kind of a broad word, and they may use it in a context where it makes sense to them, but for you, your brain doesn't automatically go there. Yeah. Um, so it might make sense to really dive down into what they're saying and even like repeat it back to them. Okay. Yes. And, and how you think you, um, you took it, you know what I mean? Exactly. So a lot of times like, yeah, I'll, when I'm doing interviews, I'll always want like consent from them that I understand what they just said. That's you know? huge. And that for me, that's really helpful. Yeah. That's huge. Um, I remember hearing, uh, Will Smith, he was asked in an interview, what is a rule that you think should be enforced across the board for everybody on the planet? And he said, the rule would be that after somebody tells you something, you have to repeat back what you heard them say. Yeah. 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 And he yeah. was like, yeah, that would bring so much more freaking peace to this world. Like crazy, just because people would, you know, have more under, you know, they would be heard and the other person would actually understand what they said and what they meant instead of going off on an assumption. Right. But, and repeat it in a back, back in a way that, um, re repeat it back in a, in a way that's like a little bit different or in your own words. Yes. Um, yeah. Cause like, if you just repeat back the exact words you said, that really doesn't mean anything, no. <laughs> but I'm going to try and break down what you just said in, in my a slightly own more detailed way. Yeah. And you tell me if that makes, still makes sense to you. And when and, you and do you that, can, yeah. they actually go deeper into what you, in, into the topic yeah. itself. So, yeah. so basically, Tim, what you're saying is that when you dive deeper into <laughs> this, this and that, you know, this is what happens. You're like, yeah, that's exactly it. Because, that, and then they'll just yep, keep yep, going. Yep, and then, yep, you know, so yep. sometimes it's actually been a much better or way. Or even better, they'll say like, no, 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 that wasn't it at all. And right. then they'll go, you know what I mean? And then, they'll, then, and then, and then it might just like blow your mind. Cause I feel like when I'm wrong, usually my mind's blown. Cause I never thought to, to think of some of their experience that they had that way. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. Exactly. That's actually a, such a big point is to just repeat back what you heard instead of being like, Oh, wow, that's interesting. Okay. And then, cause it just kind of feels like it breaks the rhythm a little bit, but when you can repeat back what you heard them say in your own way, um, you know, they get the affirmation that they've been heard and it, it just keeps the conversation moving forward. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, and, and I'm sure like you, you get this too. It's like, it's not always like, oh, they said something obvious, but maybe like they said something really complex and you want to just like, yeah, be sure like, oh, did I, was I even able to wrap my mind around what you just said right there? Right. You know what I mean? And like break and, it down. 
Because the thing is, if, if you don't if you don't understand it as the interviewer interviewer, then there's a big chance that whoever's watching this later or listening to yeah. this later is going to have a similar you know question or um, uncertainty. So if you're able to be in the mind also of the person who would be seeing this, then maybe some things would be unclear, some jargon that they just used, you know, some term that they know, like the back of their hand, you know, the person interviewing, but the rest of the audience wouldn't. So sometimes it's like, so we just want to make sure you understand when you say, uh, whatchamacallit, what, what exactly is that? Because some people have different understandings of whatchamacallits. I'm talking yeah, about a yeah, chocolate yeah. bar, you know, whatever. So yeah, 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 yeah. Break yeah. it down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes a huge difference. But what I love about interviewing, and and I think we kind of talked on this a little bit before, but it's like, you know, you hit this sweet spot when it's like they forget that the cameras are there. They forget mm -hmm. that they have technology in front of them, like a mic or lights or whatever. And they're just in their element. And I love those moments. And I think over time, being on set and just working with different people, my intuition is kind of built up in that way to where I can just sense when people are confident, they're in their flow, they're doing their thing versus when they're just like, just nervous and they're conscious about, you know, over, overly conscious about what they're saying and all that stuff. Um, yeah, but no, I love absolutely. it when that switch comes on and they're like just flowing now. And, and that's something like, uh, I, I, um, I got some footage for Sarah and Jeff a few weeks ago when they were doing a speaking event, cause they're both working on their speaker reels now. And I, I don't know if you had this experience, like, cause I've worked with Jeff several times. Jeff's very charismatic, you know what I mean? And it really shows like when he's in an interview or camera and stuff like that. But somebody, I, I should have seen this coming because I just never really worked with Sarah in the setting before. Cause like prior when I worked with her, she was working at like JKCPE and she was like, had a very management, you know, type role. And now it's like, I didn't realize how charismatic Sarah was when she gets into oh my it. Gosh. You know what I mean? Are and you she has a very me? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 almost scary because like Jeff is like just like very like I, I don't know how to put it. Like they're both hyper charismatic, but in such different ways. Like they yeah. they like demand control of the whatever medium that they're in in different ways. And and it's really cool to see that, um, especially after working with Jeff for so many years, like it's cool to see like how other people can really dominate, you know what I mean, in, 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 oh, in yeah. those ways. Yeah, I literally like, I think like, I, like, uh, yeah, no, I was watching her speak at this thing and I, I, I was like literally getting goosebumps when I was listening to that. And I was like, ooh, you're, you're you should have seen her on set, man. She big. was, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Um, incredible. No, but it, uh, if we if we end up doing stuff on the East Coast with her for for the uh, for your course um, that you guys are putting together, you, you're gonna have to show me some of those clips so I, I know I know what I'm uh, I know what okay. I'm looking for. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I we're, we're in the process right now doing some posts and all the color and stuff now, but it's uh, I'm excited for that one. That one's gonna be a good one. Cool. Cool. So, cool. So yeah, what would you say as we sort of wrap up the conversation on interviewing? And then we should also ask each other what we're into right now, because that's what yeah. we do on the Heroic Council. So yeah, how would you sort of sum up, you know, if somebody is uh, looking to interview somebody, sort of a good wrap up of how best to do that to, you know, end up with a good end result? Um, 
Yeah, that's uh, so. I guess um, I I think personally planning is important. Um, uh, I know like there are a lot of different ways that you can approach this planning. Um, I would uh, if you have the opportunity to know the people that you're interviewing in advance, that's really helpful. A lot of times um, on projects, you don't get that opportunity. So like if you can do some background research, that's cool. Once again, for me, just because I'm doing video work on a lot of people who may not have a huge, you know what I mean, background online or something like that, like you don't get that opportunity. But if you can do research, that's great. If you can't do research, just know like what your goal is, you know, what's important to walk away from. Um, I generally have a few different techniques to work with different types of people because there's a lot of different types of people that you interview with. If somebody's very confident on camera or just in general at communicating, like generally like just, you know, that gives you a real opportunity to play around because like they're going to give you good stuff no matter what. So take that opportunity to really like dig in and, and get a good conversation going because um, you're probably going to like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, no, you're going to walk out with something. As long as you know what you need, you're going to walk out with what you need. Um, if somebody is a lot more uncomfortable in camera, then like just make sure you have a list of basics that you need to get out of that interview because it may be hard to get them into that super comfortable like flow state that that a lot of other people have, or it may take them longer to to get there. Um, so just making sure like I need this, this, and this from this person, um, and just you know get it and you know leave them alone because they probably don't want to be in camera at all. Um, <laughs> yeah and uh and then um you know also like yeah and, and then a lot of times it is helpful for those people to be a little bit more scripted in my opinion um uh it like i would definitely try to get them on some com like get get them through some interesting conversations with them but it like you know a lot of times they they feel a lot more comfortable with something like a script that they had to memorize you know what i mean right. lines and stuff like that so that's that that sometimes like needs to happen and that's fine too yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I would say too to piggyback on that, um, definitely have a, a, a mind and a heart to be curious in the conversation. I think that that's mm -hmm. huge. And um, and what we just said before, sometimes just repeating back what you heard is so affirming to the conversation, affirming to each of you who's talking, and um, and also to think ahead, right? Especially in the mind of whoever's going to be seeing this or potentially searching Google to find, you know, that topic. So having that in mind ahead of time, you can create some really, really good social media snippets that'll bring more attention to your conversation. So uh, yeah, 100% on all that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like if we had to, we could probably write like a pretty substantial book on, you know what I mean? Like, or at least a good checklist. There you, know you go. I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but being curious, like you said, is uh, is essential for being a good interviewer. Like your Absolutely. interviews are definitely going to be a lot more superficial if you if you're like, you know what I mean, not able to like pick people's brains. Yeah. Exactly, hundred percent. So this has been such a good conversation, man. What what would you say that you are into right now? Yeah, um, right now uh, I'm uh, reading the. Uh, uh, Dune series. Um, I was excited for that movie all during the pandemic, okay. and uh, they kept pushing it back, and it was really <laughs> devastating. Uh, and uh, and I finally went to see the movie, and I uh, decided to jump into the books right after, and it's uh, it's it's all it's cracked up to be. Um, yeah, no, it's crazy because we've had so much sci-fi over the last. This book was like pre the moon landing, and we've had so much sci-fi since then. 
but like the amount of good content in here that's still like super interesting and intriguing um is uh is is really really cool yeah I like nice nice yeah. nice how about you yeah for me um i'm i'm actually enjoying like working out recently it's just been cool. um really fun especially boxing so i just uh ah. trained today which was really cool and just uh you know hitting the bag I, I didn't think i would be so into it but it really is a a great way to get the heart moving and all that kind of stuff and the sweat and to hit something i don't know what it is about that but i appreciate that i think i think some of my <laughs> friends think i'm violent but i'm not violent i'm like really a lover <laughs> I don't have any... <laughs> but I, I i do enjoy it it's such like a, a stress relief too so i look forward yeah. to that on mondays when i get to work out so yeah how did, how did you get into that how'd you get into boxing um well a friend of mine i was he he uh, puts together like a women's workout group on yeah. Saturdays. And so one of the days that I came out there, he says, all right, we're going to do a little boxing now. Let's, you know, put on some gloves. And when they did it, I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Cause funny story growing up, my brother and I, we would, you know, play fight and stuff like that around the house. And yeah. we wanted some boxing gloves so that we could box, but my mom only bought us one pair of gloves. So we would literally put one hand, you know, put one glove on and put the other arm around your back, and then we would box like that, you know. Huh. <laughs> so huh. Um, and that that was that was about it. I never put on another boxing glove since then. So to do it just kind of felt like being a kid again. Now I got two gloves, you know, so I can like actually yeah. play around. So um, and now it's just a part of how I, I get to work out and and stay fit. So I've been like I've been beefing up over here, man. Oh, oh, look at that. Damn. Yeah. No. But have you been, have you is this like is uh your uh let's call it your fitness arc? Is that new or has it been a lifelong thing? Uh what do you mean? Like being like uh have you um I don't know, I go through phases, you know, like where oh. I'll like work out for like two years in a row and then it'll <laughs> drop off and then I'll then at some point I'll pick it back up and I'll be with it for like you know what I mean, a few years. Uh, I, you know, I would say that as far as like boxing and going to the gym regularly, this has probably been about a year. But uh, before then, I was I would play like pickleball, which is actually very oh cool, sport, yeah. yeah. You know? So I would yeah. play that. Um, and then before pandemic happened, you know, I was in a part of uh, a part of a couple of bat women's basketball leagues that I would play in. So I just I enjoy the I enjoy more of like playing sports and stuff to stay active as opposed to like. I'm going to go to the gym and just lift weights. It's like, I don't get excited about that. I like to engage with other people. And yeah, no, I, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I you know we're trying to wrap this up, but yeah, I, I actually <laughs> yeah. started Pilates like a oh. few weeks ago. And the whole How's... reason is, uh, I, so it's, it's, it's more complex than I thought it was going to be. Not <laughs> like I had low expectations going or anything like that, but just like yeah. the whole part of the reason I want to go in is I feel like, my posture took a real hit during the pandemic oh because my I've gosh, been inside yeah. and, you know, and, um, and I always heard that this was like, uh, like it was both great strength training, but also like really, really, really good for your posture. Hmm. And I'm finding out like just how bad my posture is when I attempt to, you know, do what Pilates is requiring me to do. And it's so like, everything's so like very subtle and like, you know, like, and, and it's, uh, um, uh, it's cool. I like it. It's expensive, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's cool you're getting into that keep yeah. me posted on how that uh how that develops for you yeah absolutely all right um, well thank yeah. you all for joining us this has been a wonderful conversation
we got to like kind of interview each other here. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, uh, yeah, that was cool. Thank you all for joining us for this conversation. This is the Heroic Council. By the way, before we go, I want to thank one cool. Oh, oh uh -huh. that was cool. Uh, one cool thing that might be neat in the future is if we do like, we like just pick a random conversation about something the other person does or something and then okay. interview them for the length of the podcast and just to like, with like little inter intermissions to be like, see what I just did there. I love what you're doing. Like that would be, that would be, cool be good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll tag Jeff on that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Porchelle. This has been great. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for joining us here on another episode of the Heroic Council. You can tune in every Monday at 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time and catch us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, all under the Superhero Institute, or you can just search for Heroic Council using your favorite search engine called Google. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform by searching Heroic Council on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and all over the place. Be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. And if you love the show, be sure to share it with someone that you love or even somebody that you just like a lot. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.